This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Love Brand You, the show about personal branding, how your values, beliefs, and actions help you define and discover your calling and the evolution of you and your brand. Here's your host, Sam Rafus. Hi, and welcome to Love Brand You. I'm Sam Rafus. Every week I have the honor of talking with women or men that step up into their magnificence to share their divine calling with the world. Today's guest is no exception. She has truly an inspiring story of overcoming adversity to become a leader to countless women who have triumphed over their own difficult circumstances. Joining me on Love Brand You is Rakshana Triam, the founder and CEO of Women's Lifestyle Coaching. Her online coaching programs and nature retreats help women overcome their rough past and create their desired beautiful life. As a former refugee and immigrant from Mozambique, Rakshana knows firsthand how to push through fear, rejection, and heartache to focus on achieving your goals and dreams. It has become her life's mission to lead other women to do the same. Welcome, Rakshana. Thank you so much for having me, Sam. I'm so honored to be here today. Well, I know that you'll have a lot of wonderful information, tips, and strategies to share with our listeners. So today, start us off with your backstory and what led you to here. I grew up in Mozambique, and that's in Africa for some who don't know. And I arrived here in the United States as a refugee in 1995. And with a lot of struggles from my past of living in the refugee camp and also sexual abuse, I had to overcome a lot of adversity in high school and overcome the language barriers, the culture. And just like anybody else, when you don't have a lot of choices and options, you just pull through what you know based on what you know. So, you know, it was a gift to come to United States to have this amazing life and to have the opportunity to create. And as an early age, I got married early because I was running away from my depression, just like a lot of women out there. They want to just cover things up. And I had three beautiful kids who are my best teachers. And then just as I was married, I realized I wasn't happy. And that's when the journey started. I became a single mother and I raised three beautiful kids for eight years. And I went through that career change. You know, when you're not happy, you get one job, you leave another job and you find another job. And through that, and if you're not able to resolve some of that pain from the past, it carries with you everywhere you go. So I carried that pain with me everywhere. So that pain became into a depression. I was on three um, depression medication. I was at a point in my life I had gained so much weight. I'm five feet tall and I was at the point I was 210 pounds. You know, and I went through all that pain realizing that all the stuff that I was carrying around was all the pain from my past the shame, 
the guilt, the trauma. And that's when my journey started. I started walking, taking walks. I joined communities. I started leading walks. And then little by little, when I started uh, losing that weight, little by little, I started removing that medication from my body and then started eating better. I mean, little, little things led to the other little things that led to bigger things. And then about you know, two years ago, I said, you know, I'm going to start my business because I felt I had done so much work on myself that I had the tools so I can help other women. And that's when I, um, I started my business. When, when you say you decided to start your business, is it, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is it because other people said, noticed, okay, you're doing something and I want what you're doing? Absolutely. So I was leading a lot of walks in nature. I was leading hikes. And uh, through that process, when I was leading walks and hikes, people would ask me questions and I would give them little tidbits and say, go try this at home. And then they would come back on the next hike or the next walk. I said, oh, I tried this. It really, really worked. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And then I'll give them another tool. I said, go try this. And it became this big community. And then my walks had, le- uh, had led into long waiting lists. I was like, wow, my walks, it's not about the walk. It's really that process and the tools that I was giving them that they wanted. And they went home and tried it. Like, and I realized like, wow, I must be really good at what I'm doing. And then I got into personal development, started learning, hired a coach and started taking trainings and different workshops. And that's where the journey started. I love hearing that story. And I love how it parallels with so many of my guests, because we have these conversations about that life your life path or your divine calling or just how we reference it on this show just shows up when, when we're following, you you could call it your truth. You could, whatever it is that you want to define it as when we are supposed to be following a calling, it finds us. I love that. That's beautiful. And that's exactly what it was. I enjoyed being outside. You know, part of the journey of losing weight is I replaced some of those habits with watching TV on Saturday morning to leading walks on Saturday morning. You know, uh, watching uh, TV at night or going to happy hour drinking and all that to replace in evening walks by taking headlamps and encouraging women to move. So, yes, and I really enjoyed being outside and I saw how powerful it is. It, you know, as simple as it is walking, you know, going up the hill a little bit, taking stairs, it could be so beautiful to have that um, relationship with other women doing it together. So that way I wasn't doing it alone. So it really fulfilled me. I can imagine. And I'm, I'm sitting here imagining it because I, again, here I get out as much as I can too, because there's something, there's just something about being out in nature and, the energy of the planet, the energy of the trees, the sunshine, the air, it, it's a healing effect being out in the energy. Yes, I agree. Mother, Mother Nature is not, it's beautiful also, it's very healing. You know, I, try, I, I teach that also to a lot of people that, you know, nature is constantly changing and evolving and it's adapting, you know, in the... And we human beings need to do that, needs to adapt, to change to the environment, to be, you know, malleable and trying to adapt to those changes. 
And so how many, how many walks are part of what you're doing right now? Are you getting like, do you have a regular, a regular group that you meet with and this is what you do? I do. I volunteer for the community. I do uh, three walks per week and one of them is in the evening. So there's no excuse. I always bring headlamps. All they have to do is bring their walking shoes, of course. And then on the weekend, I lead hikes. And then if I'm not uh, leading hikes, uh, I'm also doing retreats, leading retreats as well. Yes. Oh, that sounds so wonderful. Where is an example of a place that you lead your retreat? Um, I lead them in a beautiful place in nature close to a river. Sometimes I lead them in the ocean and we always add with a nature meditation or to a sunset meditation. Uh, based on the themes, I've done a couple where we are, um, we end at a waterfall, we hike into a waterfall and we just meditate to the waterfall and let go what was and open to what to receiving what is coming. Man, that's, oh, I'm getting lost in it. <laughs> what, what, what are some of the, what are some of the reports from women that are in your retreats? What, what are they coming back with when we're talking about helping women overcome some of their difficulties? What are they coming to you with for, for our listeners? Share share that piece of it they're coming to me like they say they will say things that i didn't know i i will there are other women who out there feeling the same way i was i i didn't realize that my shame i was carrying this shame for so long because a lot of human beings not just women we carry this past story from our past and we carry around we think that it's our label but you know when they come to the retreat um you know i give them the tools that they need to let go and be open to what's new by rewriting their stories and you know a lot of women don't know that they can do that they can change they can adapt we're not you know meant to to do what society tells us or what our parents tell us i mean these some of these women are they in their 50s and their parents are no longer alive but they're still trying to make their parents happy you know they're carrying that badge and like i I need to do that i'm like who says what do you want to do so me asking them what do you want to do not what your parents wanted you to do what your ex-husband wanted you to do what your kids your grown-up kids want you to do so it's beautiful to be able to ask them that what you want to do in your life how does your life look like in the next year two years or three years and that's empowering. And, and sometimes it just takes somebody on the other side of it. Because I always think, you know, sometimes when you're in the middle of whatever you are going through, whether it's positive, whether it's a rough time, you, you can't, we're talking about nature, so we can say you can't see the forest for the trees. Mm-hmm. So having someone like you just giving them permission to say, you know what, you can make a different choice. Yes. Sometimes I, I can imagine it might just be the catalyst that they needed to, to get their own permission to make a different choice. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the examples I'll give you, Sam, is in last year, we're affected in the Pacific Northwest with the fires. And I think all the way from, you know, Canada, all the way down to California, there were terrible fires. And everybody thought that that was the end of the world. But, you know, with those fires, there was more wildflowers. We got more birds and wildlife now. I mean, now when I go into the forest and I said, look, because of the fire last year, we have more mushrooms in the forest. Now there's all kinds of birds that came migrated to different places. 
So to be able to say that change is scary and it is uh, uncomfortable, but we all need to go through that. Just the examples, natures of the changes that the nature has gone. It's also for, for us to be adaptable, that all is going to be okay. And just um, I would give them the tools that they need and then walk them through that. Well, it's a good analogy. Uh, it, it's a fantastic analogy. And not that we like to see forest fires, but again, sometimes the, the fires, the storms that you could you know, liken it to our own storms in life, that's mm-hmm. the catalyst that gets us making a change or doing something different. And it's only, it's only when we think about it later on and we've come through it that well, you know, I'm sure you and many of the women that you have been talking to or working with are in so much of a, of a better place that if they hadn't gone through their own forest fire or their own difficulty, they wouldn't be in the beautiful place they are now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was talking to one of the clients today and she has overcome breast cancer. And at that moment when she was going through it, she didn't think she was going to leave and live until she experienced. It was like, you know, I will be okay. You know, I need to change my story. Everything is going to be okay. So yes, to be able and we're just human. We need to go through that. I said, you know, this is just a test of life, what we're going through. And we have a wonderful supporting system, a wonderful supporting community, and just be in that mindset. So yes, yes, our own stories sometimes are our best gifts. Our past are our best gifts of the future. Exactly. And with... So we're talking about the women in your groups who have done this, but tell, tell me what was the moment, let's get back to you. Tell me what was the moment that, that helped you push through your own fears? My moment was when I was working full time. I was doing parent advocating. I was teaching. I was working more than 12 hours a day. And I was so scared to start my own business. Everybody said, how can you leave this uh, good benefit program? How can you leave this job that you're very comfortable? You love what you do. You make such an impactful difference. You're a director. And after amounts of time, I was asking for a raise and they weren't giving me a raise. I felt like I wasn't valued everything that I had and I said you know I'm gonna start my business and it was really scary because you know I had three kids to support I was there on my insurance plan I was scared I had a regular schedule that I followed for many many years I was scared. I didn't know how my business is gonna look like if I'm gonna have a routine if I was gonna have a schedule it was scary and when I left my job that was like okay what now what does my schedule look like? That was the whole process was scary. It was about six months of anxiety, but having those tools again, me going in nature and taking meditation and, you know, listening to music, reflecting and making sure I got this. I had a plan. I had a coach. I had everything in place, but that was the biggest scary step of fear that I had to take. But it's two years. I just celebrated two years of my business. It's June 1st. It's been two years. And I've been more successful than a lot of people who jumped into the first business. And because that I believe, because I had the tools, because I had to go through the fears, which had taught me lessons. And I'm listeners, I'm, I'm nodding at Rukshana because, again, as both of us, as the single mom with three kids and 
I remember saying at the time, and you know, even even though I have good support from the girl's father in the sense of he is around, but when it came to my business, it was just me. It's mm-hmm. it was the same thing. I could have stayed in in a comfortable job. Mm-hmm. And my heart just would not let me. And and there was many people in my life that I, I truly believe they thought I was crazy. I truly <laughs> believe that they thought, you know, what is she doing? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you, when your heart is not feeling it and it's not in it, and I just kept thinking there has to, same thing, there has to be this way that I can make it work with doing what. I feel compelled and called to do. And I don't know about you, but sometimes fear of having to figure it out yourself or figuring out where that next uh, pay is going to come from or the next uh, client or the next uh, gig, anything that we're doing in our business, sometimes that fear kicks you into even more creative ways of of doing your business and supporting yourself and, and being there for your family. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, Sam. And then the other thing is a couple of months ago, um, you know, fear comes in all the time, but it's yes. me noticing it. This is, um, you know, I didn't have the clients that I wanted based on my goals where my goals were going, you know, and it's easy to go back to the comfortable place. My mind was going, maybe I should get a part-time job. But then I was thinking, well, if I go to part-time job, then I cannot focus on getting the clients that I want, like trying to wear myself out. And I saw myself that pattern. I said, I want to go back to something I know because it's comfortable, right? I want to do that because I've, I've always worked nine to five. I know it's comfortable, but it's uncomfortable to reach out to the old clients and reach out to the network and, uh, myself or on social media it's you know those are things that I've learned in the last year but my brain always goes back to that this is oh you already know to work a nine-to-five why don't you go get a part-time job and then I told myself I said no just reach out to your old clients just put an ad on social media do uh, what you've done the beginning when you started your business you're very successful and it did it worked out and again there was that you know that fear talking in the comfortable zone and I went through and then I was able to get close three clients the same time I was going through that said see Fia you are all wrong all wrong along and I'm I'm smiling because I I, I think as entrepreneurs and women we often go through some of those same challenges but if you if you think about the energy that we spend on that fear Mm -hmm. the energy like the time and and just just uh literally saying, okay, no fear. Like the, the, this is not where I'm going to focus on. I've been successful. I've helped many people. I do have value. I know what I'm doing in my business. Now just go do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So speaking of your nine to five, ta- tell me what is an early job that taught you something about, you know, important for now? Yes. My early job is when I got a divorce with a father of my three children from San Diego and I moved to Portland and um, I worked at a daycare center and uh, I woke up at five o'clock in the morning and the kids didn't, it was cold winter and I had to get them ready to take care of the daycare. And I worked at the same daycare where the kids went 
and it was so hard because I had to be a mom and I had to be a childcare provider. And then I would go home and I was exhausted and my job was still not done. <laughs> I had to make dinner. I had to prepare meals. And, and then I went back to it again the next day. And I felt like this just nonstop clock I was on 24 or 7. It was just so that really, um, you know, just taught me persistence. And yesterday I was driving a friend to the airport and I went to that area and all the memories went through. I was like, wow, look how far I have come. You know, all my kids are now in their 20s. But I went back to that area and I had the memories. Like, I have learned so much from that job, from getting up early in the morning and being there. So my kids had to be at the daycare at 6 o'clock so I can start my shift at 6.15. So, yeah. And it all, every, I, I can think of some of those steps. My girls are still in their teens right now, but I can, you know, think of the times that they were in daycare. But I think of every every part in the journey yeah. that that I've traveled and I don't know about you but I use so many of those pieces or stories or experiences in being able to help many of my clients now because yeah. some of them are are you know young entrepreneurs that have children and are trying to you know schedule their work or build their business around their schedule and I feel so much joy when I can say, you know what, you, you got this, you mm -hmm. got this because I've, I've traveled this path that might not be quite the same, but I know you've got this. Yes. Yes. And it's just, it's, even though it feels it's a long way, it's just temporarily and you use that tools for later on and it becomes harder in as you elevate your business to the next level, as you take on bigger projects, you're going to face those challenges, but you're always going to go back to those basics. You know, the challenge is never going to go away. I can't say it's going to, you know, every year it gets better as I take bigger projects. I still have to go through those fears and know that, you know, I got this. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have to take a break. But I want you, I want you to share one of your, either your, you, you tell me, either a really, uh, another obstacle, we've talked about some obstacles, or after the break, share like an amazing success story that you've had. Okay. All right. Okay, we'll take a break. Are you a wellness professional looking to provide clients with meal plans that actually work? without all the time and effort on your part? Meal Garden Professional is the answer to beautiful, easy, nutritional coaching with everything you need for your clients and your business to thrive. Meal planning is key to healthy eating, but it shouldn't have to be hard. You can try MealGarden.com totally risk-free for seven days, and if you love it as much as I do, claim your 50% discount at the end of the free trial with special promo code LOVEBRANDU. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network.
Welcome back to Love Brand You here today with my guest, Rakshana Triam. Rakshana and I have been talking about the fear of running our business and what we've had to overcome and obstacles and uh, how she helps other women with her nature retreats and online coaching programs. Before the break, we were discussing obstacles and I'm... Think it'll be a surprise because I don't know which story she's going to share. But Rakshana, share one other story of yours, uh, either an obstacle or a success. I'm going to share with you um, um, a success story. Um, so recently, I met a, uh, a beautiful human being at a network meeting, and she said that we should write us a book together. And I said, let's do it. You know, as entrepreneurs, we're always looking at our calendars. We're scheduled when we're going to write a book. And she lives in Victoria. And um, I said, you know, I'll come to Victoria for two days and you come to Portland for six days and then we'll come together. And what amazing thing came together is in those 10 days, we put a recorder. We were playing. Our conversations came out. We recorded it, and we finished a book in ten days. And this is we added hiking in it. We added a meditation. Uh, we did a sound bath. We did all those things. And she toured the city. We went kayaking. We just put our recorder on. And after we finished all that recorder, there was more than one book. But we were now just trying to organize all the notes. And I figure like people make things so hard, but it's so simple. Just go play. Go think do things that you like and get a recorder and have those nourishing conversation, all those discussions, deep discussions, and then have someone organize it or just move things around and you have a book and now you have all these amazing tools you can share with other women in our communities or with the world. Now that those are success stories that I like to hear, especially the, especially the ones where, you know, an idea comes up and you both just said yes. <laughs> yes. I love yes. that. Yes. When when do you when do you hope the book will be out? Uh, based on our schedule, she's a professor, and I might also work a little busy here. So we should have our book by February two thousand nineteen, published with all the marketing, the strategies, and everything in place. Oh, fantastic! I mm. will. I'll look for it then. Absolutely, That'll be, that's exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so you. Touched on it before, but what does work-life balance mean to you? Uh, it's to balance play. You know, I spend, you know, a um, quarter of my life in a refugee camp and I want to be busy, you know, living, taking care of other people. So I made sure that my work balance is, is play. So I start my morning with coaching calls and then I take a break and I go lead a walk. That for me is play. And then on the weekend, I'm hiking. <laughs> that needs play and I'm kayaking. And then I come back, I, I finish a couple calls, but I have those days where I work. I go play, I come back, work, go play. So that's usually how my schedule looks like. And that goes on for my weekends. And I have, especially since my girls are big, uh, older now, I spend, I schedule time, just spend time with them. Sometimes they change. And, um, but um, that's, that's a big thing for me to have balance with work and play. It's, it's so true. Because again, as entrepreneurs, we need to have that playtime because we can work so many long hours. Yeah. And that's what I find. But on the other hand, and because people will say to me, you know, your schedule can be erratic. And I said, you know what, when I'm in the zone for work, mm -hmm. like I'll keep going because I'm, I'm still in joy. 
Mm-hmm. Everything I do, mm-hmm. I absolutely love what I do. And again, why I, I have the show Love Brand You. Yes. Because everything to me is, and, and especially nowadays, is wrapped up in your brand. When we live in a world that, what I say, you know, the big giant fishbowl of the world, because we've mm-hmm. got all eyes on us at any time because mm-hmm. of social media, because like mm-hmm. just the way we live right now. And it, and certainly we can tune out. Certainly yeah. we can, you know, take a time out, but mm-hmm. we always have to be on energetically or inside because we don't know there could be somebody out in the park that's taking pictures or video mm-hmm. and, and you don't know, they're not necessarily trying to get you in the shot. Yeah. And I know I'm, I'm kind of digressing here, but it, it, it just is so much that we are our business. Absolutely. Definitely. I, I so agree with that because, yeah, my lifestyle is based on my business because I do a lot of outdoor retreats. I'm always outside. It's so important to always fulfill me with what I love to do, too. Even though if I'm doing with people, I'm not usually working, but, you know, do the things that I love to do to have that balance. And for me, I always feel like when I fulfill those things that I love to do, I'm able to focus more. I'm able to uh, accomplished more in such an amount of time. People always ask me, how do you get so much done and you have so much time to play? And I says, well, I'm mostly awake at 4 a.m. taking calls. People don't see that. They don't see you behind the screen and what you're doing. They only see what the things that they want to see, which is the fun pictures and the hiking and, and the retreats yes. and meditation. They don't see you getting up at four o'clock in the morning and being on the phone. So it's like, you know, usually I have to teach them. I said, you know, we want to see what we want to see and we see based on our own visions. So, and that's so, so uh, important to know that, that to have the life that we want, sometimes we have to uh, work hard by getting up extra. So that way, 10 years from now, five years from now, you're not doing that. You're doing more things that fulfills you. But to get there, you have to do those things that you don't want to do. Absolutely. 100%. I had that same conversation with a client yesterday. And we were actually sitting in her backyard in her lovely garden, Mm -hmm. eating a wonderful homemade salad that she had made me. And we were having the conversation about, yes, it's a lot of work right now. Mm-hmm. At, at the beginning, there is so much foundational work. There's so much extra time and effort. And I was sharing the story of, of uh, one project I had that for you know the first two years, I probably implemented, I don't know how many iterations and versions of a class and spent hours and hours creating this program mm-hmm. but the that two years at the beginning was the de- development time and I was willing to put in the extra time mm-hmm. but later on later on the last two or three years of doing that program I said to her it shifted it, mm-hmm. I could it, I could actually do the program almost from my head or change it on the fly because mm-hmm. I had done so much work. So yes, we know those of us that do what we do and spend so much time in creation mode and and knowing where we have to tweak it, we know the proverbial pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> so what are you learning now? I am learning, let me see, I am learning how to put events together. 
So I am learning how to fill up a room, how to get sponsors, how to get speakers, um, how to take my, actually my business to the next level to have three-day conferences. So I'm learning a lot of that. Marketing, I just felt like I thought I knew everything, but it's a whole new course, <laughs> a whole new program. And I was talking with somebody the other day too about it's just continually adapting, yes. evolving it. Like we live in in the fastest paced society, we whether we want to or not. Yes. As business owners, if we don't adapt, we're mm-hmm. we, we get left behind. Yes. Always have to adapt. There's so much changing, especially with the media, with the social media. If you want to grow, you have to learn what, yeah, absolutely. I believe in that. And, you know, um, I was just actually reading about <laughs> about Instagram the other day that they have Instagram TV. I'm like, I just mastered Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, you have TV. Can I recycle all my content? So I was trying to figure out how to make it simpler. It's like, maybe I should just recycle all my videos, my, my live videos. Can I do that? So, uh, and, then, and then I figured that you kind of similar can upload some old videos. So it's always like, you know, I got it. Okay, let's start all over again. I got it. Okay, so let's start all over. Yeah. But it keeps our brain young too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and really the, the whole thing about social media and, and teaching a lot of my clients why they, they need it because it's just part of what you do in business. But it's bringing it back to the fear. When we were talking fear at the beginning, yeah. what I say to so many of my clients or people that I'm training in social media is, you know what? Just try it. Just do it. Get, you know, it, the fear is holding you back from doing anything. You don't need to worry about strategy at the beginning. Right now, you just have to get comfortable yeah. doing it. And what is one of your best daily habits? My best daily habits is I like to meditate to the sunrise. I meditate about 20 to 30 minutes a day based on, you know, um, how much I'm feeling. And then um, that's also based on a book of Miracle Morning that I read a few years ago that actually helped me transform. I exercise five days a week. That's very important to have my mental stability because if I don't exercise, I feel foggy and that's um, important to me. And I'm constantly reading and learning. I spend at least an hour a day listening to your podcast, Love Brand You. I just heard one of them today on, your, on my drive of um, how to share information on the media. Nice. But I'm, <laughs> so I'm always, I'm always um, I don't watch TV, but I, I do um, uh, go on Twitter and just read the headlines. I try not to watch a lot of TV. I try just to read the headlines and see what's going on in the world. So I focus my, my, my energy a lot on things because I'm always, you know, I think as leaders, we're always giving positiveness. So I make sure that my world is always positive. I'm feeding my mind positive and also that goes for my body, what I'm putting in my body, healthy food, nutrition food and exercising and meditating. You're talking to somebody who does the same and that's the big reason that we're talking to each other right now because, again, the show is about talking with people like you, that we're here to spread the message of success, positivity, loving what you do, embracing all you are and, and getting through those fears to get to where you are and help others do the same. Yes. 
We need more people like that. And thank you for empowering all the people on, you know, through the podcast, through the social media lives and watch, watching you, your social media live, one of the classroom uh, live you're doing. And it's so beautiful to do that because, you know, people don't realize that if we're in the front line, we're giving, we also are taking care of ourselves 100%. They don't realize there's a lot of work behind this to be up on the front line. So it's important to have balance those, those two. Well, it, it, it talking about that Facebook Live that you were talking about, it had been on the, the agenda, like I said, yeah. video, to do it for a long time. But mm-hmm. it, talk about fear. <laughs> you know, we're, we're so used to doing so many different uh, videos or, or this podcast or writing or speaking that once, you know, you talked about getting comfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, the thought of doing a live was more fearful than actually doing it. Oh, wow. So again, yeah. this is where we have to, as the leaders of mm-hmm. our community, this is where we have to go. You guys, you know what? I'm afraid. I'm, mm-hmm. and, and I said that, you guys, I'm afraid, but you know, I've got you here. Let's do it. <laughs> and it didn't really feel as terrifying as I made it out to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I'll, be, I'll be doing another one probably this week to to uh, talk about the podcast that aired and when our podcast airs, I'll, I'll share it uh, via live uh, Facebook too. And, and uh, you can do the same. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. I've been, um, I've been doing live videos for, uh, for two years now, but I remember that feeling. <laughs> oh, good for you. Nice. Are you like the, the live Facebook? Yes. That's yes. wonderful. Yeah. I, I would do the recorded ones, but, <laughs> yeah. but I just kept putting yeah. up the live. So good for you. All right. But I, I remember yeah, how sometimes I'm like, I was going to say something and I forgot, but I'm going through the whole process. I'm like, but I'm already here, but I timed myself for five minutes. So we're in two minutes. <laughs> That's right. And again, I, I always say, I think, well, and I know too, and you have daughters as well. Do you not? Yes, yeah. I do. Yes. So, for two reasons, listeners, as women that tend to work with women, again, I have a few male clients, but predominantly I have women clients yeah. and I have daughters. So what I tell people is the best thing that ever happens to me is when I declare many of what I'm going to do publicly, like many, many of the different things I'm going to do. And again, the Facebook live, I said publicly, Mm -hmm. I'm doing it by, you know, what, whatever that date was that date that I did it. And my daughters are used to me doing that. And my people in my community. Mm -hmm. So having, we talk about values Mm -hmm. on love brand you and one of my top values is honesty and integrity. Mm -hmm. So if I say publicly that I'm going to do something, then I know that's my accountability. Mm-hmm. So I know I will do it fear or not. And yeah. I, I like it because not only do you get things done, yes. but then it shows other people that, you know what, if she's willing to do it and it's a little bit scary, then, you know, I think I can do it too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So how can our listeners connect with you? I'm very visible on, on, on all social media platforms. I think mostly on Facebook. I am there posting, encouraging on Facebook. I also, I am on Twitter 
and on um, on Instagram. So I'm always, if you need some inspiration in nature, I'm always posting nature pictures there and giving you some guidelines about yourself, a mindset, a meditation. But yeah, Facebook would be the best and Rokshana Trim is my, my tagline there, my name on there. Um, and is that your Facebook page, Rukshana Trium? Yes. Okay. So should I put your, on the show page, should I put your uh, web link or your Facebook link? Which would you choose to have on the show page? The Facebook page would look, will be great, Rukshana Trim. Okay. Yeah. okay, I'll do that. All right. We are heading down to the last of our time here, Rukshana. Give us your best parting words of advice. Um, we are all responsible for our success. Absolutely. 150% I agree with you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Listeners, head on over to Rukshana's Facebook page. I'll have the link here on the show page. Rukshana Trium, thank you for being here. I'm your host, Sam Rathis, and until next time, keep sharing the love. Love Brand You with Sam Rathis. If you like what you heard on today's show, head to iTunes and subscribe to Love Brand You. You can leave a comment, a review, or send Sam a note for recommendations on a future guest you'd like to hear on the show. Thanks for listening to Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. For more, visit samrafus.com. S-A-M-R-A-F-O-S-S dot com. This is the EWN Podcast Network.